calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello, I'm Neil Govia, a director at the CFA Institute. Today, I'm in Hong Kong at the Institute's 71st annual conference uh, with a guest of mine, Anil Gabba. Anil is professor of decision science and the OPA chaired professor of risk management at INSEAD. Welcome, Anil. It's Thank great you. to see you here today and Thank you. talk so with you. My first question really comes down to the big picture, decision science. Um, I find it fascinating because it touches on so many points. And I don't know whether I am a control freak, but I know that you have advocated that to gain control, you need to give up control. Could you okay. sort of relax me a little bit and expand on how I can do that? Okay, I'll try. Um, you know, think of an environment where outcome depends on our effort or our ability. In other words, you work harder, you get more, you're more able, you get more. Contrast that with an environment where things depend on pure chance. The extreme case of that being a roulette wheel in a casino, for example. So most real life situations are a mix of the two, where the outcome dep depends in part on our effort and our ability and in part on chance. So in assessing the environments in which we live, we often tend to underestimate the role of chance and overestimate uh, how much we control the outcome through our effort and our ability. And by that, I mean this illusion of control. So, so does that make you a good roulette player? <laughs> uh, only in the sense that I realize that the outcome depends on pure chance and not on my effort and our ability. All right. So you can set your strategy accordingly. <laughs> So, you know, there's a, there's a lot at the moment about uh, self-drive cars, for example, which to me is the ultimate of giving up control. Um, does that fit into what, what you look at and what you talk about? And that's a good example. I think uh, self-driving cars, the proliferation would have to face two interrelated challenges. One is the reality of, of safety, that it is indeed safer than, than driven cars, self-driven cars. Uh, and second, the perception of safety. So we know that people feel that if they control, they have more safety. So in, this, in the case of self-driving cars, they'd have to give up control and, and you know, they're going to perceive it to be less safe. So, so it would be an interesting challenge for, for, for that industry to overcome these two interrelated challenges, to establish the safety, uh, the record of safety, and then also to make sure that's matched with the perception that people have, yes, I, which is not going to be easy. I, I, I agree. The thought of sitting there <laughs> and just being at the mercy of a car yes. uh, with nobody else controlling it frightens me silly, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe the day will come. No, for example, we know that many people feel that when they're driving their cars is much safer compared to, for example, when they're traveling in, in a plane. Yes. Whereas it's very well established that flying is, is, is incredibly yes. safe, yes. especially now, you know. Well, the day will come, so planes more or less fly themselves, so, so yeah. maybe we'll get there. 
Um, there's a lot going on in, in the world at the moment, and you know we're talking about information and how information can frame decisions. Um, in the UK, for example, pre-Brexit, there was this dismissal of experts. You know, oh, we've had enough of experts now. We don't need yeah. to get that information. Uh, we know about feeds coming into our our uh, social, you know, the Facebook, etc. Um, false news. Are, are these disturbing things in the in the decision making? sort of area? Are we Absolutely. losing the ability to make sound decisions? Absolutely. Um, so starting in the early to mid 20th century, there was an effort by many societies around the world to create independent and credible sources of information, such as well -res widely respected newspapers, TV news anchors, independent research institutions, think tanks, and so on. Uh, such efforts were based on the ideal that institutions of this kind would put forward clean facts to facilitate a democratic discourse. And in concept and design, the social media was supposed to further this facilitation of a democratic discourse. However, people did not foresee all the negative externalities to their full extent. For example, uh, the tendency on part of the populist pol politicians or non-democratic governments to monopolize and manipulate the dissemination of facts. Uh, monopolies in the tech industry, exacerbation of the confirmation bias on part of the people where there's a great tendency to only look for facts and opinions that confirm the opinion you already have. So, so this has created a very interesting challenge going forward, how to re-establish, or if that is the right word, credible and trusted source of information for the public so that a good democratic discourse can take place and we can really leverage the wisdom of crowds. And here I think this is an interesting challenge and uh, I think there has to be a multifaceted approach to this, responsible leadership in politics, a greater, more active role by independent research institutes, think tanks, a more active role by universities, and so on. Okay, so... But it's not clear right yeah. now, you know, what the <laughs> nature of the solution yeah, but would be. But a dangerous trend, But, but it think. is indeed, indeed a, a big challenge. Yeah. Okay. Um, and another challenge then, which might feed into this availability of information, is big data. Uh, we seem to get swamped with big data, yes. and there's no doubt that it'll play a larger part in every facet uh, of work or life Absolutely, or social. Yeah. Uh, is big data good? Will it make better decisions or will it get in the way of making better decisions? I mean, it depends on how you use it. So with big data, there is also a development of very interesting uh, new tools and techniques like machine learning, AI, and so on. And, and I think it all depends on how you use it carefully. So the current thinking is that Many of these tools, the, 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 the best solutions will probably come from a combination of these new tools and techniques and human judgment. So one way to think about it, a somewhat stylistic way to think about it is big data and the tools and techniques that come with it tend to look at the rear view mirror. You look at all the past right, data, yeah. what happened, you try to make sense out of it. But in terms of prediction, in terms of what might happen in the future, you have to look forward and there many of these tools, techniques, and data might actually create hindrances. 
And, and there, I think you have to combine that with human judgment. And, and I think that's being explored in very interesting way at many different places. Okay. And there's a lot of promise there. Yeah. So, roulette wheels apart, the past surely does inform the future though? To some extent, yes. I mean, it makes sense to understand well what happened in the past. Uh, however, the past doesn't is not necessarily going to mirror exactly the future. Okay. So, so yeah. you know, we always have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, you. You were touching on, I think, behavioral aspects um, earlier on to answer another question. Behavioral aspects, if you like, get in the way of maybe solid decision making because you start off from a, a fixed point, possibly. Uh, do you think they can be eliminated at an individual level or at an institutional level? Or will decisions always be framed in that way? No, I mean, there's lots of interesting efforts going on in that area. Many of the behavioral biases that we have are hardwired in us for, for sometimes very good reasons, evolutionary reasons, survival instinct, and so on. Uh, however, the same biases can have some negative externalities while making judgments and decisions, especially under risk and uncertainty. There's lots of interesting effort going on in that area, for example, in terms of nudges that we can create which right, would yes. push people in the right direction, being mindful of their biases and so on. Um, so, uh, and, and some of those nudges have been indeed very, very successful in helping people tame the negative externalities of some of these behavioral biases. So can, can you be trained to make better decisions? Uh, you can be trained in terms of style of thinking, how to, how to do better deliberation in your own mind <laughs> yeah. and how to be mindful of these biases and, and, uh, and so on. So again, an analogy I would draw is the following. In the, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was in the 1920s, they started this notion of a checklist for pilots. Okay, that makes sense. So, because they had observed that in, when they looked at some, some, ac uh, some air accidents in the past, they were not necessarily correlated with expertise, experience and so on, and they created this idea of a checklist. And this was just to make sure, because the stakes are high, so, so the pilots go through this checklist and avoid any kind of biases and so on. And the same thing was done with surgery, in the, I think in the 1950s right. and yeah. the 60s. And similar efforts are going on in judgments, decisions, where the stakes are very high to create a checklist so that people do better deliberation in their own mind, are careful about the biases, take into account information properly, and so on. So I think that has great promise. It's like a checklist of nudges, right. for example. Okay. So uh, if I can eliminate my behavioral biases and so big data doesn't get in the way, uh, and I come and attend your classes, um, <laughs> will I be able to predict the future better? And uh, can that lead to higher investment returns from my portfolio? So, or is that too simplistic? That's too simplistic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, it might be. So we, we have to keep in mind that there are certain domains, especially the socioeconomic domains, where prediction power, even today, remains quite limited. Okay, yeah. Which doesn't mean that you get paralyzed or you can't make those judgments. The issue then becomes how do you assess the appropriate level of uncertainty and take that into your account before making judgments. All right, so, so back to the drawing board to grow my portfolio, yes. I'm afraid. Um, we're going to come up against the time shortly, but I do just want to ask you one question. Uh, you're co-author of a book, um, Dance with Chance, um, yes. how to make luck work for you. Very briefly, how can I make... Is the saying, you make your own luck true, 
or do you just have to deal in the best way you can with the card fate deals you? So it's to make the best of the opportunities that come your way, to never underestimate the potential uncertainty, uh, and not to fall into this trap of illusion of control, because which would lead to, you know, a great level of disappointment <laughs> much more often than you would like. Okay, well, it sounds like I'm going to go back to the drawing board and attend some of your uh, classes you. to really sort of make this work for me. But I know it's been a pleasure to talk thank to you. you, and thank you ever so much for your time thank today. You. Thank you. Cheers. Copyright 2018, CFA Institute, all rights reserved. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.